I don't really care. I'm only going to say this once. We're here just to part. We're here to take over. This is going to be fun. You're killing your father, Larry. The people know it. I see what all the excitement is about. Yeah, my man, I made it happen. I What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Paul Show. My name is P-A-U-L Paul, and it is a beautiful Monday afternoon here um, in the good old DSM, and it is raining, so I thought, you know what? No better opportunity to come on here and do a podcast, so um, that's what I'm doing, and um, I'll, I'll just get kind of right into what I want this 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 one to be about, and it came across my timeline the other day that uh, a couple days ago, so today's the 25th, um, it came across my timeline that the 23rd is 10 years since the series finale of the TV show Lost. If you um, don't know the TV show Lost, it, it was a very good series. It started airing in 04, I want to say, and... Um, wrapped up in 2010 and it was like the first big series that I ever got into. I mean, it was, it was huge at the time. I mean, every, like, I remember it being a part of culture. Like I was young at the, at the time when it was out. So, uh, I was in, I, I want to say fifth or sixth grade when I really got into it. And then, and I got into the show and started watching it. And then, um, I was in like eighth grade when it when it went off the air, so I had a pretty good run. But yeah, I was young and and I didn't really understand a whole lot of it. And um, but it was a really really good show. And the reason why I'm going to talk about it t- today is, you know, with this whole coronavirus quarantine thing, I've had a lot of opportunities to um, do things I wouldn't normally do. Like uh, my family and I, we watched. We went back and we binge watched the entire series of Lost all over again from season one to season six, and uh, it was a re- it was really good, really cool to go back and see it. I had just done that three years ago. I had um, I had a jaw surgery, and so I was at home for six weeks and um, did the same thing then. But it, when I did it, I was like watching ten episodes a day. We watched like three episodes a day and stretched it out over a little bit longer time, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a really good show. And, and so I've seen it two times through in the last five years. But before that, I mean, I've, I've probably seen every episode roughly five times. Maybe sometimes out of order, maybe sometimes, you know, certain circumstances. But um, I've definitely probably seen every episode at least four or five times. And um, every time I watch it, I, it, it impresses me every time I watch it. Like, it's not something that I watch and I'm like, this, this damn show again, like what the fuck? But, um, it is something that I'm, I'm always just impressed by, uh, the TV show as a whole. And, and the show itself has had a lot of, a lot of impacts on me, but you know, getting into it, like the first season of that show, it was, it was very mysterious. And when I went back and watched it this last time, uh, one of the things I did was I tried to kind of, I tried to, as much as I could, look at it and, and think, okay, if I was watching this for the very first time, what would I think? 
And um, that was really cool. Like, I had never done that before. I had never stopped to consider that, like, oh, everybody hasn't seen this before. You know what I mean? Because every time I had watched it up until then, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is when this happens, and then this happens. And it was like, for me, it was like repetitive. But then this last time that I went back and watched it, I really tried to, as much as I could, remove my, my own past experiences from that and just view it and, and try to think of it. How would someone who's watching this for the first time be thinking about this? And so that was the kind of framework that I went into this last sort of binge with. And um, it was really good because, you know, it, it forced me to look at things and, and kind of judge each season as it progressed and independently. So, um, you know, the first season was very mysterious. It was very um, mystical. There wasn't a lot that was known about stuff. So you kind of knew um, when you go back and watch it, yeah, you know kind of what these things are. But when, when it's building up to these these unveils of um, character surprises or or what have you, they did a really good job with that show. I mean, it was it was there's a reason that that show was the the best show. And and part of that I think was um you know, JJ Abrams is kind of a household name now and you know, he kind of got his mainstream start. I mean, he he did Alias in I want to say he did Alias in the early 2000s. And then um the next thing was Lost. And so he directed the pilot and and it was kind of his one of his ideas for this show. And so he was the creator, a co-creator or something like that. And so, you know, he just, he had a big hand in, in what it ultimately was, which, which was really cool because it felt very JJ Abrams. It felt very his style. And, and it was very like, it was almost like a movie every week. Like it was very cinematic. It was very, um, the, the way it was played out, it was, you know, I say cinematic. It was cinematic on like an episode by episode basis, meaning like um, each episode felt very cinematic. Like you were getting a, a full story in the in the over the course of each episode. But the um, the I mean, really the the series as a whole. Yeah, I mean, it, it it was paced correctly. Like it had the twists and turns when you needed it, and each season of Lost was very, very unique. And you can say what you want about the last two. Um, I think that there's a lot of room for debate, and I'll get to that here in a second, but I think there's a lot of room open for debate as to um, how good those last two seasons actually were. And a lot of people want to write those off as like they weren't bad, they weren't great, but um, I think that they were way better than they get credit for. So, um, So yeah, that's one thing. And then... Uh, but but I'll come back to the season five and six. Um, but for now, I want to stick to like season one. You really didn't know what was going on. Season two, you're starting to kind of they're starting to kind of open the open the treasure chest a little bit. Like you have this this thing of the island, and um, there's these mystical magical people called the others, and they you know who are these people? You start you start meeting these characters, and um, and and it was a slow kind of phase in, and then it culminated at the end of season two where they, they had this really infamous scene or infamous or famous. I don't know, something like that. Um, they had this really cr- like iconic scene on, on this dock and it was the first time you got to see the others as a whole group. And, um, 
And that, I mean, it was just smart how they cliff ended things and they gave you enough to where you were, you were satisfied, but also left enough little cookies there that you were craving for more. So, you know, it, season one and two, it was very kind of, it was kind of like figuring out and then kind of exploring the mystery of, of the show. Season three, uh, season three was, was, I don't know. It started off very, very slow. Like I remember when I watched it this last time, um, I was just, I was kind of just grabbing my chair and hoping to get through season three because I, there were, there were some, there were some good episodes in there. I mean, there really were, but there were also some garbage ones too. Like they introduced some characters. Like I, it, it seemed to me like the writers of that show almost just got a little bit complacent or, or, they they were trying to expand the show and and make it more like introduce new characters that we hadn't seen before like we hadn't even seen characters and then all of a sudden they're popping up like they've been there the whole time so that was i was joking with my family that while we were watching it that like um the two characters that they introduced were uh nikki and pablo i'm like get those fools off the damn screen i i do not want to see them but um but yeah it was it was something and it ended really well because it ended with what the ultimate goal had been for the first three seasons, which was to get off the island. And so they got off the island or, or they at least were making progress to that. And it, they, it looked like they were going to get off the island um, at the end of season three. And then, you know, season four, five, and six, those seasons just flew. And I think something, something to that, like season four was filmed right in the middle. Oh, shit. Season four was filmed right like in the middle of the writer's strike of 2007, 2008. And so that got halted for a while. Like the seasons before that had been like 20 episodes ish. Uh, after that, the uh, season four was like 14, I think. And um, beyond that, I think that they were like 17 or 18. So, you know, it, it, the series changed what it was a little bit, it changed the format a little bit after the third season, which was good because there was a lot of filler in that third season and, and they could have trimmed the fat a whole lot more. Um, I wish they would have done that after season two. I wish they would have just been like, uh, we're just going to cut five episodes out of here and, um, kind of succinct up the storyline a little bit, but, but yeah, I mean, season four, five and six, let's start with four. So four, um, this is kind of where you start, First of all, it switches from flashback to flash forward in season four. So that's a big thing because then you start seeing these um, these flash forwards to stuff that's coming. And so then they're kind of working, they're working with two ends. They're working with where they're at now and they're working with this flash forward timeline. And now we're trying to, the whole season four was kind of trying to bring those two things together and figure out how we got to um, to that point. And I think it does a really good job of that. I think that season four um, introduced, didn't really introduce new characters or anything, but it just, it was, um, I mean, it introduced some, I guess, but, you know, it revisited a lot of stuff and it had callbacks to certain things. And and it was this, it was funny because there was this brilliant moment where they, they're off the island and they're doing this thing and then, you know, season three ends with, we have to go back. And then, and then 
they explore that a little bit in season four. And so you get the sense that like, oh, they're going to get back to the island at some point. So people start kind of coming around to this idea of the island and what that means and what it what it really represents for them. And um, and and a lot of the people who thought when they were there on the island, if you haven't seen the show, you should definitely go watch it. It's definitely a show worth watching, especially if you're into kind of mystery stuff and it's got a lot of everything. It's it's a funny show too, and um, but anyways, so you know, there's I I don't want to give any spoilers away, but I know I'm I'm bound to. So if I do, I apologize. But um, you know, you, you have this idea of of th- they need to get back and they need to kind of write. They all realize that they've kind of messed up. I think in season four and and. Um, and then all of the characters who made it off the island, and there were six of them, all of them kind of handled it in different ways. And then, you know, that led right into season five. And, and, and there was also this whole thing of like, we need to move the island and all this stuff. So then going into season five, season five is kind of where it started to lose its luster with, with audiences, I think, because, um, you know, before that, it had been a pretty, pretty simple not simple, but it, it had been kind of formulaic in the sense that there were these flash forwards, flashbacks, you know, there was a flash to a different timeline. Yes. Um, but then, you know, people got spread out and, and it became hard to, to, uh, track people down and stuff like that. So, you know, season five is really where things started getting shuffled a little bit. And there was a lot of time travel stuff, which is just the time travel stuff for me. That's, that's the stuff where I sit there and go, Okay, like how, like how the how the hell would this work? You know what I mean? And I st- and I start like breaking it down. Like, well, if they did this and they did this, and it's like, well, if this person's present, is this person's? Pe-? And it just it gets so crazy so quickly where you're just like you're beating your head against the wall, going, I don't understand time travel, and uh, I don't think the point of the show is for everybody to understand time travel. And so if you if that's if if you want them to make you understand something, um. You know, I, I think a career in physics is probably a better idea than a TV show. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that season five, the more times I watch it through and, and, you know, I've seen it a couple times and, um, it's, it, it gets better for me every time because they are kind of revisiting some stuff that had been referenced as past history. And now through this idea of time travel that they're able to kind of go forward and, and, actually interact with those with those things and that that's a really cool thing and and i i can't give them enough credit for that um where it gets confusing is that you have two you split people up into multiple groups and multiple people are doing multiple things and then there is an ultimate kind of converging of all those timelines which it which um it just can be a little confusing but but if you watch it just try to track where people are at and where everything is going on in the storyline. Cause it's, you know, if you can keep track of it, it's very, very intriguing. Um, and then season six, season six was cool because it, it kind of addressed what the, you know, it, it was my, I mean, by far my least favorite season, but still, um, a very good, I think the way they did it and, and to wrap up a show like lost, there is going to have to be, you know, the, the ending gets a lot of flack because, there was um, 
the entire time the show was on the air, it was always like, it's not what you think it is. It's not what you think it is. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, well, you're all dead. And, and, and that's kind of what people thought. And so I think that had a lot to do with it. I think, um, they were kind of trying to piece together and, and backfill a storyline that, you know, if they had been, if that season had been written off the cuff and like, written with season one, they could have gotten all this footage in 2004 when then, then there would have been a lot of, there, there just were some continuity errors, I thought. Um, but I mean, overall, decent. You know, overall, like in, in the ending, I thought the ending was good because it, it, it kind of, I thought it was, was apropos for, for that show. I thought I liked it. Um, and, and the more times I watch it, the more I like it. And so like if you if you gave up on Lost because of the ending uh, and because those last couple seasons got a little confusing, uh, I would say go and and give, you know, your um, give it another shot because it's a very, very good show. Um, and, and it's, you know, I talk about it as one of my favorite shows of all time because it's it, it's right up there. It's with, you know, it, it's just such a great show and, and people who watch that show, understand how, how really good it was, you know, and, in my family, we, we were all, we were into it from, from the start. I mean, we, uh, well, not really from the start, I guess, but it feels like we've, we've, uh, we always make references, right? Like when, when something is very generic or, um, like you get something that's kind of like a, a very generic brand and it doesn't have great design or anything like that. We always reference that as like Dharma, um, like these are Dharma green beans or Dharma corn or something like that. So, you know, it's always, it always just has those little references that, uh, my family and I use, which is a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, um, it was just a really, like for me, I spent a lot of time when I was younger watching that show, you know, and, and it would be like, I'd get, I'd watch it when it was on and then I'd get the DVDs. And so once I had the DVDs, I mean, I've been binge watching stuff since that, since DVDs came out. Cause I, I would always ask for DVDs of my favorite shows for Christmas and then I could binge them and it was my favorite thing to do. And so, um, I did that a lot and I, and I watched a lot of that show and it, it was a really good show. And so like, it just, yeah, I mean, it just, it was, it was an important show to me. It was an important part of uh, my life at that time. And, you know, what it did for me was it, it basically just, um, I don't know, it, it just kind of, it, it was important and it affected my, I want to say it affected my life, but more so just stuck with me, I guess. That show just stuck with me as like one of my all-time favorite shows. And um, there was a character on that show named uh, Hurley. And it's a, it's a, um, this is a fun little insight, but there's a character on the show named Hurley and in the show he, he kind of starts off as like, uh, the jovial, he's kind of a bigger guy and he's got, uh, he's got long hair and, and just kind of, he's a comic relief character in that show. And, you know, as he's just kind of a constant throughout the whole series. And then, um, toward the end, wow, it's, it's really raining outside. Um, toward the end, he really becomes, you know, one of the, he becomes the most important character in the show toward the end. And, and he dealt with a lot of things of like people not wanting him around and people not wanting, um, wanting to include him and stuff like that. So, um, 
I always just liked his character. I, I he that character in that show gave me a lot of laughs. And so, um, a few months ago, I I got a dog, and uh, he's sitting right here actually. And I got a dog, and and I named him Hurley because just off of that show. So my dog's name is Hurley, who you can follow on Instagram at Hollywood Hurley. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I named my dog after Lost, which is pretty which is pretty crazy, but. Um, but yeah, and then, but yeah, like whenever somebody, um, asked me about my dream vacations, you know, I always say Hawaii. And one of the reasons is, is when I was watching Lost, you know, all of the scenes there were filmed in Hawaii and not that I want to go like to all those scenes, but Hawaii just, you know, from that show and just from research I've done on my own is a very, very cool, pretty place. It's a very beautiful a lot of cool views, a lot of cool stuff to do. And so when people ask me about like where I want to go, what's on my bucket list for travel wise, you know, um, Hawaii is always up there. And, and I, I would like to say that that's just, I came to that conclusion on my own, but I think that the TV show lost had a lot to do with it. And, and I will go to Hawaii at some point in my life, at least once more than once. But, uh, but yeah, and then this last time that, that I was watching um that I was watching Lost was March and um it was right when all this right when the lockdown started. So everything went on lock like middle of March and then we started watching Lost like shortly thereafter, like probably mid end March. And so um and, and I at that point I hadn't got my hair cut for a month or so, a month and a half. And so I was like, oh, well, this sucks. Like, I'm not going to be able to get my hair cut for a while. And then we started watching Lost, and I was like, and I saw, like, th- there's a lot of dudes on Lost who have long hair, and they've all got hair down their shoulders. And uh, and so I started watching, and I'm like, mm. I'm like, uh, like, for me, long hair has always been this kind of thing of like, uh, well, it's cool, and, like, I would lo- I would love to have it, but I don't have the patience for it. And so now it's like I'm to the point where, well, I have the patience for it because I am forced to. And, and if I make the decision, I'll just make make sure I have the patience for it. Uh, but really, realistically, like I saw all these dudes with long hair and I'm like, you know, why couldn't why couldn't I have hair like that? You know what I mean? I've got the head of hair for it. I have a decent head of hair. I'm not trying to not put myself over or anything, but um, I've got a decent head of hair. And I'm like, I was watching that show and I'm like, damn, all these dudes with long hair. I'm like, I like that look. And, and so I'm like, screw it. I'm going to grow my hair out. So, um, I'm, I am three months in to growing my hair out and probably a quarter of a quarter of the way to where I want to be. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think I would have made the choice to grow my hair out and stick with it past quarantine, which I'm going to do. Um, I'll probably go in September and get it trimmed. But other than that, it's just, and, and for me, I've found it rather easy just stay out of the barbershop and watch it grow. <laughs> and, um, and so that's been fun. And, and I'm glad that I watched lost and got that inspiration. Cause I think that this is going to be something that I enjoy and, and, um, that, that I'll enjoy having long hair and all that. But yeah, without lost, I'm not sure I, I make that decision. So, um, so yeah, I mean, lost the ending get, you know, despite any, uh, controversies or anything like that, it's still one of the best shows of all time. I mean, you can't argue with that. It's still one of the shows that people, when they think of like series that were were 
kind of paradigm shifting uh, for American television, you have to think about Lost because it made everything look more cinematic. It made everything, um, it, everything that they did was was very, um, and it just you hadn't seen a show like that where there was so much, so many different elements kind of tied into that, um, and and it really. I mean, it was a masterpiece, I thought, start to finish. I mean, it kind of waned a little bit toward the end. Uh, and like I said, season six is probably my least favorite. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, it was it was a hell of a show. I mean, you can't... And, and uh, another little funny story. Whenever I watch Lost, I always... And like, then I'll stub my toe or something. I always find myself saying, son of a bitch... And uh, I think that a lot of that, it's funny that uh, like network television has a list of words you can say and a list of words you can't say. And so somehow son of a bitch falls right in the words of the list of words that you can say, but something like the F word falls in the can't list. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's funny how just, you know, hearing that and hearing that as like, they said that a lot on the show. Like when something bad would happen, they'd be like, son of a bitch. And um, so it's funny. Like when I watch it, I find myself saying that kind of stuff. And it's just, it's, it's hilarious. But, um, but yeah, Lost, all-time great show. No matter what the ending is, it's still an all-time great show. And um, it, it, has, it hasn't shaped my life, but it's definitely added, added things to it and influenced my life in, in, in different ways. And um, I hope I find other shows like that throughout my throughout my time that sort of positively influence my life. But um, but yeah, that is all I have for my lost episode. I w- did that warrant an entire episode by itself. I don't know. Um, was it was it kind of fun for me to just hop on here and and talk about one of my favorite shows of all time? Yes. Um, so I can't say that that won't happen again. But. Uh, yeah, it was fun, and uh, I love the TV show Lost. If you haven't seen it, go check it out and let me know what you think about it. I would I would be um, very intrigued to hear some other opinions of people who have not seen it at all. So um, if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. Go watch it, and, um, and yeah, let me know what you think. But, yeah, that is all I have for this episode. So, as always, follow me on social media at Paul underscore Dehart, D-E-H-A-R-T. Uh, check me out online at thepaulshow.net. Uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get it. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I will talk to all of you bitches in the next episode. Later. Later.